Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Traumas with your host, Lola. (laughs) Welcome back, everyone, to this new episode where I will be doing another chit recap chat about Vincenzo. We're going to be going through episodes 13 and 14 that aired last weekend, and I love doing these at the end of the week because, because like I said, for selfish reasons, they prepare me for the new upcoming episodes um, for this weekend. So I, again, am doing these kind of late, about a week after the episodes have aired, but I like kind of having this recap leading into the new episode so we kind of just can recap and realize everything that had happened so we can remember all those details right in time for new episodes. So I'm going to try my best to kind of steamroll through these recaps as I haven't been doing very well in the the previous ones. So bear with me as you have been and I hope you enjoy it. So let's go ahead and get started with episode 13. Episode 13 obviously picks up right where episode 12 ended where Young Woon and Vincenzo have finally made their way down into the you know basement where the gold has been hidden and they are able to do so because they bribed and sent away the tenants of the plaza so that they were left completely alone. Um, Once they were able to get down into the little basement and get to the gun, they're celebrating, they're super excited, and then Young Woon pulls a gun out on Vincenzo. In episode 13, it starts with that gun right in Vincenzo's face and Vincenzo being very confused, but Young Young Woon telling him he won't hurt him, you know, he just needs one thing. And the one thing that he needs is one specific gold bar. And he said, once he gets that gold bar, he will leave and Vincenzo, you know, and him can kind of part their ways. And Vincenzo immediately notice, you know, notices, you know, that's quite peculiar that you need one gold bar. I wonder why, you know, and us, the audience also kind of recognize why he needs that one gold bar. And it is because of the guillotine file. The guillotine file, as you recall from the last episode is, or last, or the previous episodes, is a file that was compiled and collected by the Chinese businessman that hid all that gold underneath the, the plaza, Wang Shaolin. He basically um, compiled this file um, of all the dirty duty and doings of all these important biz, um, people in Korea. So all these, um, you know, people who apparently um, have a lot of power and a lot of money in Korea, they obviously have done some things that probably are not things they want to get out and that could be damaging and ruin and ruin their you know their positions and he has all this information and evidence in this one little usb (laughs) um, file so this is something that that everyone now is on the hunt for because it's been hidden away and lost all these years and they kind of just ignored it because it wasn't getting out so they assumed it was somewhere you know pretty safe and obviously it was underneath the plaza the whole time, hidden inside of a gold bar. So we find out that Young Woon, and alongside Vincenzo finding out, that Young Woon has been after this gold bar this entire time. He wants the guillotine file, and that's all he needs and wants for, you know, from this whole kind of 
scheme that him and Vincenzo have been going through. Vincenzo is taken aback a little bit, but he immediately kind of calls um, Young Wound out and tells him, you know, you don't need to, you know, take the entire bar. You can just take the guillotine foul out of it. And when he does that, Young Wound is, you know, shocked and like, wait, how do you know about the guillotine file? And Vincenzo's like, you know, I got my ways. I got my informants as well. And so they basically climb back up out of the, you know, the the hole there because again, Young Wound is trying to get away from Vincenzo with this guillotine file. But Vincenzo starts to kind of like, you know, talk him, you know, make confuse him a little bit and make him question, is the file even really there? And so he's making him question that. And because he, he questions it, um, Young Wound has to take, you know, check the bar. And in his process of checking the bar, Vincenzo takes the gun from him and they start a little fight. And Vincenzo also takes the guillotine file, um, the bar that has the guillotine um, file in it. And after, you know, the little fight there, we kind of switch scenes to Junwoo. Junwoo, as we remember from episode um, 12 ending, had just kind of gotten out of this hospital bed and in the, you know, with his hospital gown, you know, robe still on, he basically um, barges into his auction for the Babel Tower where his um, brother, Chairman Jong, was originally, you know, kind of hosting this auction. He bursts in, let everyone know, hey, you know, you don't have to do anything with my brother anymore. I'm the true um, CEO and chairman of Babel now. I'm taking over um, and this is me greeting you all. Everyone that is there at this auction are all people in these very high positions and, you know, places in Korea that um, Junwoo needs access to to protect Babel so that he can kind of just take care of all the little things that he needs to do with different sectors being able to kind of vouch for him when needed. So these are all people that are basically in this kind of auction setting or meeting settings saying pledging their allegiance to Junwoo and Babel. And a man that also walks in um, in this group of people who are pledging their allegiance to Junwoo is actually Director Tay. And I don't know if you know who direct, recall who Director Tay is, but he is the director or um, kind of like the head of the international kind of security um, intelligence agency that we are, you know, familiar with because of our um, detective on. I don't, I don't know if I should call him detective on or if I should call him. Um, Agent on maybe yeah on Gisok so my one of my favorite characters <laughs> he's the the undercover um, detective who's been following Vincenzo this whole time but it's also just a huge fanboy of Vincenzo and it's super funny and super cute so he's his boss Director Tay is his boss and he we thought was on our side but come to find out he's pledging his allegiance to Junwoo so we're just like man another one bites the dust really so that's kind of where we are with the um, Babel camp but then let's go back to the temple or to the plaza where Vincenzo and Yoongwoo are Youngwoon are kind of you know having this, this this conversation about what's really going on between them two between the two so Youngwoon tells him that okay let me just tell you who I am and come to find out he is an agent of the same international security intelligence service. 
<laughs> so you're like, oh my gosh, here's another agent. And you're, you know, and I was at least a little taken aback by that. And I was a little sad and because it seemed like he wasn't, you know, just Vincenzo's right-hand man. It's like he actually had his own, you know, plans and scheme this whole time. And he was almost like using Vincenzo. So I was like, oh man, there goes our friendship. Um, and he kind of admits to Vincenzo that he um, was actually an, a, a spy um, or corporate spy and working with um, Wang Shaolin, the Chinese businessman that's dead and whose gold is underneath the plaza. He was basically on a spy mission to get that guillotine file from him. And in the process, he met Vincenzo and they kind of had, you know, formed this little bond to, you know, basically do what they've been doing this whole time and you know Vincenzo is like he knew something was a little weird um because of how young wound was able to um uh, like retrieve um the the eye iris um of Wang Shaolin after he had died so you know that was what it was used or is used to open up the um the vault of gold underneath the plaza so he was always a little suspicious like how did how was he able to get that iris um, scan or biometric or whatever it's technically called and then you find out from young moon that he actually is responsible for the death of the chinese businessman because he needed that file you know and he needed the iris scan and everything so he basically took it um that moment when he killed him and so you're like oh my goodness young moon is actually not as um you know he's not as nice as we thought he was or you know i didn't think he was such a bad guy but he is not the best guy let's say that um so you know vincenzo and him are discussing kind of like what was his goal and what was his plan you know what is he going to do with the file once he has it and you know young moon actually tells him like i'm not really sure <laughs> what i'm going to do with it you know i don't know who i'm going to give it to but that was what my whole mission was this entire time and I, you know, I need it. And while they're having that discussion, we go back to, you know, the tenants who are on the bus on their way to their little vacay trip. And they're all sitting there on the bus, just starting to think, hey, this is, this is a little weird. Why are we all leaving? Um, and Vincenzo and the owner of the building, you know, they're, they're not, um, I wonder why. And so you watch them kind of question and they're like shaking their heads, like, ah, oh, it's probably nothing. And then they're like, yeah, why would they send us on a little trip and then tell us that they're going to give us that much money? They gave them, they were bribing them with like a prize for the best picture, whoever brings the best picture back. And they're like, why would they give us that much money for a picture? You know, this is not sounding very reliable. And in the process of them kind of just talking through it and not it not making sense they're all like yeah no turn this bus around something's not right (laughs) Vincenzo's up to something (laughs) so that was super funny seeing them all kind of just come to this realization all at once like hey yeah no we need to go back to the plaza and of also on the bus is Chao Yang um, and she's, you know, obviously a little flustered. Cause she's like, oh, no, 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 no. So, so she's trying to call Vincenzo at that point because she's like, hey, we're turning around, you know, they're heading back to the plaza. And while they're heading back to the plaza, you see Vincenzo and Young Woon kind of like, you know, discussing the files still. And they get the call <laughs> from Vincenzo. I mean, sorry, Vincenzo gets a call from Chang Young. And she's like, yeah, we're back. We're on our way. The tenants are going, are looking for you. They're looking for the girl. They're, they're confused as to why you sent them away. So 
whatever you guys are doing, clean it up as soon as possible. So they start to, you know, frantically clean up, throwing everything back down to the, you know, the little vault um, and locking it back up and getting themselves in position while the tenants are bursting through the doors of the plaza, searching high and low for Vincenzo. Um, They're basically, you know, they know something's not right and they're on their way to find him. (laughs) In the process of them, you know, Chai Young is trying to, and Hong Shik, I remember his name, Wait, no, it's not Hong Chick. I'm always trying to remember the the other lawyer who works with Chan Young and Vincenzo with the glasses. His name is going to come to me one of these days and then I'll be able to, to call him by his name and not just the other lawyer with the glasses. So forgive me uh, there. But yeah, so they are basically trying to, you know, deter the tenant. And oh, his name is Ju Sung. Ju Sung, sorry, the the lawyer with the class, his name is Ju Sung. So basically, Ju Sung and, and Chan Young are trying to deter the tenants and kind of distract them. And they're like, yep, no, move out our way. We know something's not right. And then they finally are kind of closing in on Vincenzo and um, Young Woon, and they've finally cleaning up in the um, in the temple. And then they open up the doors to them on their knees, bowing and praying, supposedly. And they're like, you know, why are you guys back? What's wrong? And then you know, they're like, oh nothing's we're we're so sorry we thought something was going on we we came back we thought you know you guys were up to no good and you know of course Vincenzo and Yung convince them like no we're just literally here we're praying we're bowing right now so you guys can leave and so they leave them alone and the only person who kind of is like "Mm," has their eye on them is Miri Miri is another tenant who is the only tenant who was quite aware of Vincenzo and the um, and Young Woon's kind of connection to the gold. They know that they know where the gold is. They know that they're trying to attain the gold. And she notices while they're praying and kind of trying to push them away that underneath them, she sees a little board lifted. And so it, it clicks in her head like, aha, they found it. They know how to get there. They know how to get in. Got it. So she kind of goes away with that. And that's important because Miri is actually very important to the rest of the you know, this whole gold situation. So Vincenzo and Young Woo are left alone finally. And while they're alone, Young Woo, you know, they're, they're still on their knees and they're kind of prayer stance. And Young Woo tells Vincenzo, yeah, so, whoo, that was close. Um, however, <laughs> you know how we were like rushed and like cleaning up everything and, you know, throwing everything back down to, you know, hide and lock up the vault again. You know, the device that I actually used to open it, you know, the thing that has the, you know, the iris um, biometrics of Wang Shaolin was in the jacket that you threw back down um, and locked away. And Vincenzo's face is priceless. He immediately starts to bawl and like, he's like crying and he's like yelling and (laughs) the monks come in and are looking at them. They're like, oh, they must really be getting enlightened because, you know, look how they're brought to tears, but they're absolutely horrified and distraught and upset because the realization is that the key to open the actual vault again is now in locked away in the vault. And so, you know, Vincenzo's livid and he's like yelling at Young Woo when they're alone again. And Young Woo's like, you're the one who threw my jacket down in there. Like, that's your fault. You know, so they're going back and forth. Um, So, you know, that's 
that scene. And then you kind of go to the next scene where the tenants are apologizing to Vincenzo and he's kind of putting on a show, acting like he's so upset that they would ever, ever be suspicious of him. And, you know, and Cha Young and Ju Sung, they're there like shaking their head shamefully at the tenants. And, and, you know, it's all a ploy. So when they actually, you know, leave and go back to the office, Vincenzo, you know, updates them. He excitedly tells them, guess what? We went down, we saw, and we found the goat was actually there. And you know what else was there? The guillotine file. Oh my gosh, we found it, guys. And then he also, you know, they're all happy. And Cha Young and Ju Sung are like, yes, we, we got it, we got it. The money's there, the goat's there. And then Vincenzo kind of also says, you know, very quickly that, yep, all that's there. It's wonderful, it's great. However, we can't get back in because we lost the key to get us in. <laughs> And then they all like burst out in tears. Well, Juice Sung actually faints. <laughs> so that was super funny. <laughs> and then, of course, Vincenzo and Cha Young are absolutely upset, like crying. And, you know, that's that. Then we get to um, the, the battle camp, camp and we have Jun Wu with his little team discussing the results of the auction and how that went pretty well. And he feels really happy and good that he now has all these different people in these different um, important sectors in Korea in his little, you know, um, in his corner now. He has people in the law, you know, he has the press, the media, he has the director Tay in the intelligence agency. So he has all these very people in high positions in Babel's camp. And he's excited about that. And um, Chairman Jong, and I, I, he obviously is no longer the chairman, but I'm going to continue to call him Chairman Jong because I feel like it'd be easier because I feel like there's a lot of Han. So Han So is his real name, but I'm going to call him, try to call him Chairman John. So Chairman John, you know, is no longer the the chairman and he tells Jumu like you know I'll do anything you need um you know he kind of is telling him how he's going to you know be loyal to him and this is because we know he needs to uh, you know atone from his previous sin of shooting his brother <laughs> and then you also have attorney Han who was kind of playing both sides of the fence and technically still is playing both sides of the fence and of course Myung-ki is, is, has caught on to that but Jun-woo we're kind of not sure if he's caught on or not to the fact that attorney Han has been playing both sides of the camps as far as Chairman Jong and himself so he you know attorney Han takes that moment this moment while they're having this little meeting to bring up the guillotine file something that Myung-ki was not trying to tell Junwoo about because she thought, you know, it's not necessary to tell him about it right now. We don't know where it is. We're working on finding it. And what's the point of bringing it up when we can, you know, squash it before it comes out? So when he brings it up in this little setting in front of Junwoo, Myungki is a little, is livid to say the least. And she's staring at him, giving him the evil eye. Like, how dare you bring this up? After we discuss, we're not going to bring this up. And Junwoo, you know, this is his way of showing Junwoo that he, he is not trying to hold any information back from him, that he wants to be upfront with him. And he thinks this is important that he knows. And, you know, this is a, you know, a ploy on attorney Han, attorney Han's, you know, point as far as he needs to get back into the good graces of Junwoo. And this is his way of showing that after they leave, um, attorney Han and Myung-ki are leaving together and she immediately kind of stops him and says you know what it's not smart whatever you're doing right now is not smart start pl- stop playing both sides of the fence 
you need to be loyal to Junwoo or you're done for. And Myungki, you know, is she has already, you know, who she cares about is Junwoo as opposed to Attorney Han wants nothing to do with Junwoo at the end of the day because he's terrified of him. He wants to support Charmin Jong, which is his brother and Junwoo's brother. Um, and he tells Myungki like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not. I wouldn't do that. Absolutely not. I ref- Yeah, no. Yep. No, no, no. <laughs> I am loyal. I am loyal. And of course, we know that's nothing that's there's no nothing no truth to that whatsoever but he tells it to Myungki and she basically is shaking her head at him like mm, I can't well whatever happens to you happens to you <laughs> is kind of what she says to him um so we have that entire information uh, I mean it's an entire scene then we kind of switch to what's going on on back on the Babel side of the you know the camp and I'm sorry the Vincenzo's camp and it's the next day and they're actually with Prosecutor Jung. They're with Prosecutor Jung and because they're watching um, some footage that was released about um, the union leader who was murdered by Myungki in the last episode or the last two previous episodes, the union leader was, 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 was murdered by her because he was going to be a lead witness in the testimony against um, Babel and their anti-union kind of efforts. So, you know, she had to get rid of him and she didn't want anyone to be aware of kind of Babel's anti-union efforts. And they get, they're watching this footage of the union leader's body being taken um, by these, these tattooed men. And these tattooed men are obviously Babel men and they kind of are revealed to be doing this because it's to prevent the the union funeral to to kind of bring any additional attention to the the union and encourage the union members and support you know and bringing them together or whatnot so they take the body the body from them so that they can't have this you know huge um, funeral that will bring attention to the union um and the and prosecutor Jung is actually quite distraught and kind of upset about this kind of turn of events. And he even approached um, Myungki about the death of the union leader. And he's like, I know you have something to do with it. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, she plays dumb as she does very well. And he kind of is just like a little, and he's, he's informing Vincenzo and Chan Young that he doesn't have the case, a case anymore because he doesn't have that union leader's um, testimony. And so he basically is looking at Vincenzo and Chan Young and with, you know, batting his lashes a little bit, like, I need your help. And so, of course, they're going to find um, some evidence for him. And that's kind of their next mission. Um, Chang Young goes to, you know, they go back to the plaza, you know, the, the Vincenzo camp, they're meeting, and they're trying to think of their game plan of gaining this evidence. And it re- involves, um, and she knows because Chang used to work for Babel. She knows that there is this kind of vision team, and this team is in charge of anything that has to do with the union and any union issues. So she's like, if we can kind of get, you know, access to this vision team, we might be able to get some, you know, some information from them to help us get some evidence about the anti-union um, charge that we we need, you know, against Babel. 
So they are able, they gain access to, you know, that, that's their next game plan. They got to get to the vision team. And then you go to um, Young Woon. He gets a quick little scene in the middle of all of this. And Young Woon, we don't really get to see very often kind of on his own in his own little scenes. But in this scene, he's in a restaurant and it looks like he's waiting for someone. And as he's waiting, he kind of is, re- you know, remembering, you know, there's little flashbacks of him and Vincenzo, kind of how they started and how they became friends, and essentially. And and while he's waiting, someone walks in. We don't get to see who it is at this point, um, but you see him kind of greet this person, and you're like, "Aha! Who is this person who's working with um, Young Woon?" But this is, you know, obviously related to that guillotine file. We know. Next, we see um, Chairman Jong and Attorney Han having a little secret meeting in a car, and it's really just their conversation about how unfortunate it is that um, Chairman Jong is now on his brother's hit list, <laughs> and Attorney Han's trying to, you know, be positive and be like, "Yo, no, he won't kill you. You're his brother." And he's like, "Well, you forgot he killed our father, right? So I'm pretty sure he could kill me." And then Attorney Han's like, "Oh, yeah, you're you might you might be onto something there." <laughs> but then Attorney Han lets him know like hey this is your time to confuse your brother kind of make him think that you're not a threat anymore by acting like a big big idiot and just pretending like you have you don't you know have the capability to run a company and that you have no desire to run a company or run Babel so just kind of play dumb and that be your next kind of ploy to get your brother to lower his you know defenses and so that's their little game plan and obviously attorney Han and chairman Jong are still working together um, behind young Heath and Jun Wu's back <laughs> so then the next scene cuts to um they're, you know, Ju, not Jun Wood, um, Chairman Jung's version of acting like an idiot. And it is him, you know, being found at the police, police station by Myungki after assaulting someone at a bar and being really drunk and belligerent. And he's like standing on the tables at the police station. So, you know, that's him, you know, basically acting out their plan. And then this is all kind of leading up to this huge um, inauguration day of the new Babel chairman, which is Junwoo. And so obviously when we see Junwoo and um, Chairman Jong meet up again, Junwoo's not happy about how he's acting. And he's like, I need you to calm it down. Um, don't cause any more troubles. I am about to get inaugurated any moment now. So I need you to calm it all down. <laughs> so they have that kind of, you know, meeting and... Junwoo also lets, you know, him know that, you know, I'm going to need you at some point to take the fall for me if anything bad happens. And it's like, wow, he's ruthless, man. And, you know, so that's something else to keep in mind is that he keeps putting this pressure on um, Chairman Jong, like, you're only here to basically be my fallback man. So I need you to just sit back and be quiet, essentially, essentially. And then at the same time, while the inauguration day for the new Babel chairman, chairman is about to take place you also see that um Junwoo gets issued a, a summon from the, you know, about the anti-union situation on the day after the inauguration. So it was not leading up to the inauguration, it was after the inauguration. And Myung-hee, of course, is like, oh, well, you know, tells Junwoo, don't worry about it. They don't have anything on you, obviously, with the, you know, union leader dead. The only thing that she has some concern about is the vision team. She's like, if they don't have anything on the vision team or in the vision team, you know, doesn't get raided, we're, we're okay. They don't have anything on you with these anti, anti-union charges. So, you know, they're okay with that. And then you have, um, 
what happens after that? Then, then you cut back to the um, Vincenzo camp and their um, plan is going underway. They basically are needing to get some connections with some of the leaders in this vision team that Babel wants to protect. And they have this whole plan or scheme. And I don't even want to go into all the details because it was, it was a lot of, it was a lot of little details. It was this, you know, little scheme. They basically needed the the team leader um, of the vision team to basically, you know, they needed them to be rated and and actually, I was quite confused. I'm going to be honest with all of this that was happening. But I'm going to try to sum this up very quickly. From what I remember, they basically were supposed to use the leader, team leader park or something like that um, of the vision team who was really loyal to Babel. And then they also needed um, another kind of lead team, you know, team leader in the vision team who works kind of with the the vision team, but also works with the little, the, the the kind of gang of men that does like the little dirty work for, for Babel. He, they needed them basically to kind of mistrust each other and kind of, um, be at, at, you know, at heads. I don't know if you say it like that, but basically be at war with each other so that that would kind of break up their little, you know, entire team in a way. So they, um, end up, Allow, they get raided, the, the vision team gets raided, and Vincenzo and Cha Young, they get a list of a lot of the like, strategies that Babel uses to kind of, anti-union strategies that Babel uses, and they give that to Prosecutor John. And so that's how they know that some of the legal activities that they do and all the you know other things that they shouldn't be doing regards to the union, and they can get a warrant of the vision team. And this again is not what, um, young key wanted at all. And then, um, they, and the funny thing is like, while they were doing that, they had one of the guys from the vision team kind of camp, like hostage the whole time. <laughs> this was like Cha Young, Vin Chizo, um, Ju Sung, as well as other, you know, tenants of the plaza. They were all working together to keep this guy, um, <laughs> held hostage because they were using him to kind of coax out the team leader park of the vision team and kind of get him to say and do different things that he you know so basically reveal what their dirty doings were and so um you know they've been they are basically holding some man hostage this whole time and while they're doing that um the prosecutor now is able to you know when he summons Jun Wu. um he, you know, summons Jun Wu and Myung Hee, of course, as his lawyer, comes along with him. And then they're like in an in, inter- interrogation room. And in Prosecutor Jung, he's just kind of like, you know, letting Jun Wu know that, you know, I. I don't have anything on you and I'm going to try to get something on you. So he's basically like playing this camp like he doesn't have anything on Jun Wu. And, you know, Myung Ki's like, yeah, I know you don't have anything. She's sitting there like, why are we here? Like, can we eat, please? You know, like, she's like, give us some food. We have something to attend to after this. That apparently, you know, he was giving, um, Junwoo had to give a, a speech to, like, up-and-coming business, you know, 
business people. I don't know. He was he was some big man on a campus. He was going to have us give a speech or give a presentation. So she's like, can you hurry this whole interrogation thing up? Because we have somewhere to be at six o'clock. <laughs> so, you know, and we won't have time to eat. So can we eat before we go here? You know, it's it just very like they're lax. They don't care. You know, they feel like they have everything under control. But while they are acting like that in the interrogation room with Prosecutor Jung, Chang Young and Vincenzo, um, basically have let it be known or like let it leak that there's going to be a raid on the vision team. And again, this is exactly what um, Youngki does not want. And the reason why they are, they want that is because they want to kind of prove that Junwoo gives the orders to, you know, basically do all the anti-union doing. So they want that. Um, and and they don't care really about the what the activities are. <laughs> they want Junwoo to be the person who is the one that gives the orders, and that way they can have something against Junwoo himself. Um, and so while that is taking place, the raid is taking place. They're trying to map, you know, plan out their whole plan. Um, you have the Vision Team um, team leader Park who is um, being held, no, he's not being held. There's another team leader that's being held hostage, but they're on the phone together communicating. And while they're communicating this, um, they're being recorded. Um, And that's the thing. Vincenzo's camp has been basically recording them. And he's like, I need you to come meet me, bring me this and bring me that, or I'm going to tell everybody all that you guys do. And so they basically get them to go, you know, meet together. While that is happening, um, Prosecutor Jung orders food for Junwoo and Myungki, and then Myungki gets a text that the raid situation is taken care of, um, and then next, I mean that the raid is taking taking place, and then um, Prosecutor Jung is just basically keeping there, and you know, and Junwoo's like, "Can I go now? <laughs> I have a lecture to go to," and so. Jung, Prosecutor Jung says, yep, you're free to go. And then while they're free to go, um, the the little trader guy who's handcuffed in the pool and meeting, you know, and demanding money from the Vision Team Leader Park, they're having their whole conversation and whatnot. While they're having that conversation, um, Vincent, I'm sorry, Vincenzo, Junwoo and Myungki are on their way to the, um, to the venue. While they're on their way to the venue, um, Jun, I'm sorry, Junwoo, yeah, and all of them are on their way to the venue. And Vincenzo and Chang Young also arrive at the venue where he's going to be hosting this lecture. And Junwoo, um, and then Vincenzo and Chang Young kind of get a seat at the top of the balcony and they're eating popcorn and they're just like enjoying themselves. And you're like, why are they so involved? And, <laughs> and then, you know, you have Junwoo standing in front of everybody on stage saying something profound, I guess, but not really. He's like, you know, making jokes in his little, his little lecture. And you think, hey, look at him on stage. So while Vincenzo and Chang Young are, you know, talking, there, there's like a, I forgot to mention this, but there's a point where um, Vincenzo and, and previously in the episode, Vincenzo and Chang Young are talking about kind of this Italian mafia tradition of um, basically something called like blood, something pig, something about pigs and pig blood or something like that. And they are 
you know, she's like, oh, that would be fascinating to see that. And he's like, uh, yeah, it's, 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 you know, it's very vile and kind of crude, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a thing to see. And it's very kind of vintage mafia. <laughs> and so while they're, you know, in the balcony watching um, the lecture, Junwoo's lecture, the screen cuts out, um, like his little, the screen behind him cuts out and then it starts to show on screen this conversation between the handcuffed, um, you know, um, traitor guy who was a hostage of the, you know, Vincenzo's team, as well as the team leader of the vision team having this conversation talking about, you know, how things happen and, you know, how they got, where they get their orders from, why they do the dirty things that they do to the union and all that kind of stuff. And they basically are saying that it's the chairman of Babel who orders them to do that. And guess who's the chairman of Babel? It's Junwoo. So they're talking behind, you know, this video was playing in front of this huge audience and Junwoo is on stage just like annoyed and just rolling his eyes. And you have his brother, Chairman Jong, at the, you know, in the audience, like, everyone stop you know like stop the video stop the video you know pretending like he cares but he's really like laughing at his brother on stage and he's like kind of like smirking pretending like he's trying to help him but he's really not and then all of a sudden you see um Vincenzo and uh, Cha Young sitting up top and staring down at him and they kind of look down at him and he's you know looks up and spots them and all of a sudden blood blood from the ceiling rains down onto Junwoo on the stage and everyone is horrified and in shock as not only were they watching this video of him being exposed about anti you know being anti-union um you know they also now are seeing tons of blood dumped on Junwoo's head in front of everybody on this stage. And Vincenzo and Young are, the spotlight kind of sw- sweeps over onto them in the balcony and they're standing up and they're cheering and you hear, bravo, bravo. And it's so funny because they're just having the time of their life. And while they're doing that, Junwoo looks up at them obviously and looks absolutely livid and he's ready to, it looks like he's ready to murder them right then and there. And then you also have Chairman Jong, his brother, on the side, like laughing. Like it's not funny, but it was kind of funny that his brother completely was like turning on him and was like, ha ha, this is what you get. So there's episode 13. That's how that 13 ends with Junwoo covered in blood, all Carrie-esque style on stage. So that's that. Then let's move on to episode 14. Episode 14 um, obviously starts with (laughs) everyone rushing Junwoo off the stage covered in blood. And while he's being rushed off stage, he is met with a warrant right then and there outside in the hall. And Myungki is yelling at Prosecutor Jung like, you know, you don't have any evidence. This doesn't make any sense. And then um, Junwoo... And then you also have his brother trying to pretend like he's like, stop taking pictures, stop taking pictures while he's laughing. And it's like, he's so mean. (laughs) But I mean, it's kind of understood. I can see why he's feeling a little good right now about everything. So he's like, you know, trying to protect his brother half, you know, half-heartedly. And then you have also Myungki livid and upset that he's being, you know, summoned with this warrant for Jumu's arrest. 
they all go to the prosecution kind of office and you have Cha Young there, you have Myung Ki, you have Jun Woo, you have Prosecutor Jung, and you have Vincenzo. Um, and you also have um, Chairman Jung and Attorney Han. So they're all sitting around this table and Cha Young is like, you know, is laughing about the prank, you know, the blood. She's like, oh, it was just a little prank, you know, that used to be, he used to be my former intern. I just thought I would welcome him with that, you know, that kind of thing. And Myungki and it's, is yelling that the video was fake. So, with the, you know, they don't care about any of this. And Prosecutor Jung, he pulls out a hard drive and that hard drive has that evidence from the vision team that Myungki obviously thought they would not get their hands on. And then Vincenzo and Cha Young also have a recorded confession of the drunk driver who was paid off by Musang um, or paid off by Myungki to kill and run over the union leader. And he says why he does it is because he's like, I don't want to be um, killed in jail like the other guy who did the same thing. And we know that is what happened to Cha Young's father. Yuchan. So, you know, he was like, I don't want that to happen to me as well. So that's why he, you know, tells them what he did and who who paid him to do it. Um, and this is also happening while, you know, um, Attorney Han is in there as well as Chairman Jong. And they're kind of like, what are you talking about? Like, this is no, this is not a thing. You know, there's no real evidence. And He's telling them, you know, you're going to all be charged and things like that. So they're kind of like, you know, Attorney Han's like, I don't think so. Like, what? No, I don't know. <laughs> and then um, Jun Wu, he's like, you know, upset because he's like, you're really going to listen to this Vincenzo guy who's a verified, you know, part of the mafia. Like, why would you listen to him? And he's trying to act like he's some mighty, you know, defender of all, you know, defender against evil and then Vincenzo's like nope I'm not a defender against all evil I just recognize people who are worse than me evil that is worse than me and that's what I'm trying to take care of and so you know Vincenzo like you know goes comes back at Junbu and then they leave Cha Young and Vincenzo they're gone this is kind of what they wanted to happen everything mapped out the way that they wanted it to map out the next thing um that we go to is that in the midst of, you know, it seeming like they actually have a case against, um, you know, Junwoo and Myungki and all of that, you have Chairman Jong step up all of a sudden. He's like, he's he's thinking to himself like, oh, I sh- I'm supposed to take the fall for this. Remember, my brother told me that he, whenever it comes down to him getting in trouble, I have to take the fall, right? So he's like, stands up and admits in front of Prosecutor Jung it was me. I'm the reason why all of this took place. I am guilty. And <laughs> Jungwoo was looking at him like, can you sit down, please? Everyone's looking at him like, would you stop? And he's like, I, you know, I take the blame. I fully take the blame. And while he's like confessing to this, this wrong that he's supposedly done, Right at this time, the chief prosecutor, Wang, walks in and he comes in and he's like, this was all false. They tried to do this to, you know, uh, because they were upset and protesting Jun Wu's um, 
new position as the chairman and this is all a plot and a ploy and it's completely fake and we have evidence of that and of course prosecutor jung is like whatever like he knows this is a lie and then chief prosecutor wong is on their side obviously so he's basically swept everything underneath the rug well underneath the rug and so um everyone gets to leave and myung ki is like yep that was that was great but this also <laughs> reveals, like, to Junwoo, he, like, is is kind of annoyed with his brother. Like, don't try to take the fall for something that we already had covered. Like, no, when there's something really, really bad that happens, that's when I'm going to have you take the fall for it. Don't try to, you know, ease your way out of that one by, with, by taking the fall for something like this. So you kind of see that um, <laughs> Chairman Jong's... Um, plan kind of goes under and he gets kind of revealed by you know his brother like what he was really trying to do was basically take the fall for something that was simple so that he could you know lessen his you know his crimes in a way but obviously it didn't work because they had already planned it all out with the help of their you know prosecutor in their back pocket um so while that is happening um we go back to the Vincenzo camp and they're been, they've been looking through um, some records looking for a paper company um, to help kind of, again, pull up more evidence against Junwoo so that they can actually bring him down. It's not just Babel. They got to bring down Junwoo, thus bring down, and then in time, bringing down Babel. So now that, you know, they're moved move a little bit closer towards finding you know, getting some dirt on him with what they just succeeded in, even though it got swept underneath the rug immediately. Now they're moving on to something else. And that's finding this paper company that is called the Jason Fund. And it seems to be registered in Malta and it has a branch in Korea, supposedly. And Vincenzo, um, they basically need someone to help figure out more about the paper companies and how that works. And they meet up with the old um, Babel kind of contact that he had and they kind of he tells them a little bit about all his dirty dealings with the paper companies and where this kind of branch in Korea is located um and this branch is actually located um in a museum so we'll kind of see where that plays out in a minute but that's just something to note really quickly um so yeah so we're moving along episode 14 so then we um cut back to um I forget. Yeah, you know, we, we, then we cut to um, the next day. And with that, you have um, everything being pinned, like the whole case and everything that they basically just succeeded in with Prosecutor Jung being completely undone. And what instead happens, and they're meeting with Prosecutor Jung having this discussion, is that, you know, they basically said it was put on um, the the team leader park and the other the union trader guy so prosecutor jung is again he's upset because he's like i can't we can't win we can't win for lose they have too many people in their back pocket and vincenzo and tanya are like okay we're already looking into something else so don't don't fret we're gonna keep keep working for you and that's what they're doing with the paper company situation um and then prosecutor Jung also kind of brings up just kind of haphazardly in conversation he's like man you know what I really would need and the way that we could really take down everybody in one swell you know one swift um, swoop would be if we had this thing called the guillotine file and of course we know 
Vincenzo already is aware of the guillotine file and he's just kind of like yeah I I really need this file and then the kind of flashback shows it goes back to when young Woon was in that restaurant waiting for someone and the person that he was waiting for was and who arrived was prosecutor Jung and then you realize that it's prosecutor Jung and young Woon who are working together in regards to the guillotine file and of course Vincenzo doesn't know that but when um, the flashback of Prosecutor Jung meeting Young Woo, you hear them discussing, you know, their plan being failed and messed up, and they're like, you know what? Let's just see if Vincenzo can find a way back into our fi- to get our file because we need to use him. Basically, everyone wants to use Vincenzo because Vincenzo's great at what he does. So then we now know that is who um, Young Woo was meeting with. And then we go, quick scene, we meet up with Vincenzo and Chai Young with um, Vincenzo's mother in the hospital. Super cute moment. They give her a little gift and she gives them, um, she, she gives them, a, um, Chai Young a little gift. And then they bring her um, the Young Kumpang, um that they were kind of debating about and her meaning of like her little joke about why, um, no, it was, they basically had a debate about like why it was called what it was called. And it was kind of like Vincenzo's silly way of why it's the same exact way description of what his mother says. And so they can tell like there's this connection between um, Vincenzo's mother and him. And it's really cute. And I really like that part. But yeah, so either way, that's it. Um, but then we also have a scene that this is important. While that was happening, we also have a scene of Yonki on a kind of video call with Vincenzo's Italian brother, Italian brother in back in Italy, who he basically screwed over before he left Italy. And she's like, I need your help. And he's like, what, what do you need? And you're like, okay, Vincenzo, you're in trouble because Myungki has now reached out to his adopted brother who borderline hates him. So this is going to be great for Vincenzo, right? Um, so yes, then we get to back to the plaza and they were, you know, they're still trying to figure out how to get to the gold. And um, while that's, you know, the, something about the gold starts to come up. And then um, Vincenzo and um, gets kind of like a, call from attorney Han and um, chairman Zhang. They basically want to meet up with Vincenzo because, you know, (laughs) chairman Zhang is scared for his life and he doesn't want to go down with his brother. So he thinks I need Vincenzo's help and I will, you know, he basically, they meet Vincenzo and he lets Vincenzo know, I will help you take down my brother if you can just like, you know, spare me and let me have babble. And Vincenzo immediately is like, nope, absolutely not. I don't get in between family disputes and family problems. That's on your own. You guys have to figure that out. Um, and you know, he leaves and that's their kind of ending of that. Um, then we also, um, go to, um, I forgot where we were then. So, oh yes. So this is the other thing. And I'm going to just skip along to this part because this is really, really important. So basically we're at the plaza and everyone's trying to figure out how to get the gold steel and blah, blah, blah. blah. And Mary is just like, you know, kind of annoyed because she <clears throat> is aware and we don't, we, she is aware that someone already has information about the gold and how to get and where it is. And that's Vincenzo, right? And then something else clicks into kind of realization of why Mary is, Mary is so involved in the gold situation. Um, and she basically meets up with Cha Young and Vincenzo and, um, 
Jusung, um, in their office. And she's like, I have something to talk to you guys about, right? And they're like, okay, what do you want? And Miri's like, okay, so when are you going to get the gold out of the basement? And she's in there like, wait, what? Excuse me? What basement? I don't know. Gold in the basement? I don't know what you're talking about. And Miri's like, no, seriously, when are you going to get it out? And she's like, because she reveals she's the one who designed the entire software that allows the guy's eye to be recognized and that she and that triggers the demolition of the entire building if anyone tries to break into it and they're ecstatic and in shock obviously they're like you're the person who designed the entire thing so like and you live here they're just like (laughs) in shock and I think even um Chang Young says something like why is everybody in this freaking building so talented and so like just like who what who are you people and she's like I can help you guys if you basically you know get me in on this deal and she's like I you know obviously didn't even know where it was but I was the one who designed everything and I can you know help you and undo basically get back down in there without the use of the key that they originally had which was the iris little recognition thing so they're super excited and he's like okay we got to come up with a new plan because I can get down there and get in there and get it out but we're gonna need time because there's a lot of gold in there and she's like are you serious and he's like yeah there's a lot of gold down here so then we have this new idea that the gold is not completely lost they have an opportunity to get down in there with the help of our girl Mary Next, we go to the whole point of the paper company. So again, the next gig um, kind of scheme that Vincenzo and Chai Young have to kind of take on is getting this paper company information settled. And they find out that the paper company has like a connection to this kind of gallery that they can, you know, this gallery that they need to get to. And it's a painting um, and that, and this is something that team leader on or um, detective on tells them that it's this painting nothing that has a lot to do with kind of like you know something about the owners of it and it's never been exhibited before and no one knows what it actually looks like but it's like worth 10 billion won or something crazy like that and so their goal is to get in there and kind of get that information um regarding that painting they need to get access access to the gallery but that holds like their own like you get to rent out the gallery and enjoy it um you know by itself after after hours and so that seems booked up for months so they basically use Mary's um kind of tech skills to hack into the gallery system and replace the uh, a certain couple um who has the gallery booked for a certain night they have um, Miri replaced it, those that couple with Vincenzo and Cha Young. So they get replaced and they set in motion their plan. They and you know enlist the help of all the rest of the tenants to help with kind of like you know playing different characters in this little scheme that they're trying to run to get into that gallery, get into the office, and get onto that computer to get the files. Um, and they know that it has something to do with you know this this gallery and where the painting is. So they enlist the help with everybody in the tenant and then they go 
um, the night comes and Chai Young and Vincenzo show up as this couple and the, the couple who actually was supposed to go to the gallery instead they um, have the tenants pick them up and take them back to the plaza and they have set up an entire um, kind of experience for them at the plaza and it's super cute because it's like they didn't treat them completely wrong this couple that they kind of screwed over by taking their place they ended up you know giving them their own experience just at the plaza so that was really really nice and the couple seemed to enjoy themselves and then you have Cha Young and Vincenzo at the gallery kind of pretending like they are a um, you know couple and Vincenzo is supposed to be someone who can you know he speaks um, he you know he speaks perfect Korean but you know she doesn't she speaks English and you know so she's working on her Korean Cha Young and so they have that kind of funny moment and then there's this moment where you realize that they're supposed to this whole event that the couple had planned or for um, this kind of gallery experience was a proposal. So the gallery um, um, owner, the director of the gallery, she's like setting everything up for Vincenzo. She's like, okay, it's time for you to, you know, propose. And there's this huge um, moment where they're like, excuse me, uh, propose. She gives him the ring and he basically gets on his knee and proposes to Cha Young and you're kind of like awkward. And then she's like, now it's time for you to kiss. So that everyone starts to chant for them to start kissing and, you know, to seal the deal. Cause she says, yes, you know, she accepts this proposal. And so they have this immaculate kissing scene. And again, it was very like, to me, I didn't feel any butterflies or anything watching it because it, you know, it was in a moment where like, I knew they were doing there for something else. So it kind of felt haphazard and like unnecessary for me, but I know a lot of, you know, shippers of Vincenzo and Cha Young, um, love that scene and which is understandable because it's your couple having their first kiss and so I was like oh okay that's cute but can we move along because I want to see how this is going to all plan out so while they are kind of having their whole makeout session you go and you see that um, someone people that are waiting for them on the outside to kind of help the situation are um, some of the tenants playing people who are trying to distract everyone from what's going on out you know they're distracting the gallery director and the other security people outside then you also have in a van miri and um and, and Miri and Co, I'm just going to say Miri and Co, ready to hack into the system once um, Vincenzo and Chai Young get into the office. So they get into the office after kind of stumping their feet a little bit with the director and all that kind of stuff. And they're like, hmm, where's this nothing painting that we want to see? And she shows them it's this piece of art on the floor, basically just two footprints on the floor and this, you know, submit thing. And they're like, oh, this is lovely, wonderful. But then the kind of the plan takes takes effect because now they need to get rid of her so that they can get access to her computer in that office. So while she is being distracted by the security um, guards outside because of the tenants acting a mess and a fool out there, Vincenzo and Chai Young are basically taking um, information from her computer. They take that information from the computer and then they get, um, tell her like, yep, we were here because we knew something had been smuggled and all that kind of stuff. And we'll let you go if you return all of that and da, 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 da. She's like, you know, the director of the gallery is like, okay, whatever. And they give her the, you know, she gives them the CCT, you know, the, you know, security footage of them and they go about their way. While that is also happening, two men from Italy arrive and you're like, we're here, boss. And you know, they're talking to Vincenzo's brother back in Italy. And then Vincenzo and Chan Young are 
you know, in the car ride back to the, you know, plaza and they're talking about their little kiss and they're joking about it and making fun of it. But, you know, they're like, okay, but let's, you know, have a night and kind of like have some snacks and celebrate our little successful little scheme tonight. So Vincenzo, while they're leaving, he looks up to the top of the rooftop um, to like the, he looks up in the shadows and he sees like some people moving and Vincenzo immediately catches on that there are some men watching him or following him. He sends, you know, Cha Young on her way. And then from there, he goes up and he greets these men. These men greet him with guns in his faces and he kind of, you know, fights one over and kind of gets the gun from him. But then a third man comes from behind and has the gun pointed to Vincenzo's head. And that's how episode, episode 14 ends. So yeah, this this is scary. We don't know what's going to happen to Vincenzo. There's three men with guns um, and just Vincenzo. So I'm not sure how it's going to start. But I will say that I wasn't this. These two episodes weren't as kind of action heavy and action packed as I'm used to. And that kept me kind of going, going, going. Instead, I would say that they were um, just a lot of small little kind of details and schemes and kind of like underlying things that they need to basically flesh out so that we can understand why how they're going to take down Babel like all those kind of little underlying plans I seem like to be put in place in these two episodes so it was uh, to me a little tedious I'm going to be honest these two weren't my favorite episodes um but hey there was a kiss scene I know people enjoyed that um and you know so all is well but I will say that I know that um they're going to be taking a break so that they can kind of I they said they're taking a break to kind of flesh out the ending of the show because we're getting very close to the ending so I believe after these two episodes this weekend there will be a break so hopefully these two episodes are are good and maybe a little bit more entertaining for me again I love these I love Vincenzo it's good but they just the, the action pack you know, element that I really, really love wasn't there. There's a lot of comedy aspects and, and a lot more comedy in these two episodes, which is also fine. But we did get some resolution about the gold. So I'm super, super glad about that. I kind of know where we are with the gold now. So I'm happy. Um, but other than that, two good episodes. Um, I look forward to these two episodes coming up tomorrow and Sunday. And um, I'll be back to recap next week. So um, that's all I have for this episode. And I want to thank you all so much for listening. And whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or the evening, I hope you have a great rest of your day. So everyone has been real. Lola's off. <laughs>